holy cow, what a good Saturday. Sat through the rain at Rice Eccles. The staff there was amazing. 99 is a player. Even though the Devils didn't prevail, good times all the way around. Went down the I-15 to the BYU game for the nightcap. Good job, Kalani. Purchase a Ford Fan Zone all-you-can-eat ticket to an upcoming game and receive unlimited hot dog, soda, popcorn, nachos, and ice cream. Starting as low as $37 per ticket. Visit utahjazz.com or call 325-2999 to buy your Ford Fan Zone all-you-can-eat tickets now. That's pretty sweet. Had a nightcap in Provo. See what he did there. (laughs) A very minimal amount of celebrating this morning, considering everybody won. The teams that were favored big won bigger than they were favored. They covered. There should be much joy this morning, and it is very quiet. Well, I don't think there should be much joy for Utah. Because it's all about just checking off. Because if you don't beat Washington, who cares if you beat ASU? Your whole thing is to win the conference. Right. So you don't celebrate anything now. There are no big wins. They're all just checkpoints, check marks to get to where you want to go. The, most of the teams in the conference are not like it. You're not going to be like that next year. You're not going to be the overwhelming favorite. So you celebrate individually. You're not even going to be overwhelming. You're not even going to be the favorite. I don't even think you're going to be picked second. Well, I'm not going to debate that sure. now. I mean, that, but nonetheless, yeah. it's still it's a good win. It was yeah. one of the games where there was some doubt. Some of the games, Oregon State felt You're like a, a no doubt. Point favorite, who was sure. who was doubting? Oregon State felt like a no doubt, but yet they were favored by less. So that doesn't make. That's just your personal feeling. I can't yes. argue with your personal feeling, but your personal feelings were wrong. It just seems like when you win, there ought to be a little bit of joy. A little bit. And Arizona State's 5-1. and one. So call in a radio show or a tweet. That was sweet. But it doesn't matter for them. It's all about – because if they got, if they play in the Alamo Bowl, that's a d- disappointment. If the Devils play in the Alamo Bowl – It's a if, celebration. Uh, Stanford or Washington State or whatever, you're on a different level this year. And that's fine. That doesn't mean your program is all that better. So if you fans, you think you're all that, you still lost six out of nine. I mean, come on. Two years ago, the Devils came up here and worked you because you had a sophomore quarterback. Now you've got a senior. You are looking for bigger than that. BYU, you're not looking for bigger than that. If you beat an undefeated nationally ranked team, storm the field. I saw nobody at Rice Eccles storm the field. Of course, there was hardly anybody there by the the time the game was over because the game was miserable and they needed to get out of there. I don't blame you. I would have gone. I appreciate that because we might not have showed up. I was able to drive on Foothill with zero traffic. No, really, after the post game, it all cleared out. Yeah, because I had already written what I had written because it was... It yeah, was, but you still got to go the down. the first two series, it was obvious, okay, this well, I already know how this game's going to end. So I wrote a 20-some inch once column. Once Utah stops turning the ball yeah. over, they will score. They're not getting stopped on downs here. Right. And so once that happened, uh, but as far as BYU, celebrate because you're not guaranteed anything. Utah's guaranteed another four wins easily. Well, BYU's guaranteed another three. Yeah, but you already knew that. You're not going to do anything about that. That doesn't. They don't count. Let's go to the open mic. Andrew's checking in. Andrew, good morning. I was at that game Saturday in the wind and the rain and the cold and watched a team's defense totally dominate the other. They couldn't do anything. So if you think that was luck, ha! <laughs> <laughs> it's not, it wasn't luck. We agree. No. We're with you on that. It was the best defensive effort they've ever had since I've lived here. It's totally overwhelming. It was just absolutely sensational. 
Yeah, it was it was great. I can't say enough about it. It was dominance in the very definition of dominance. It was that game. 855-340-ZONE. Let's go to the phones. And Dwight. Oh, he's on the open mic. Go ahead, Dwight. PK, you asked what inspired BYU. I was at the game. I believe it was the defensive calls. They were stunting and blitzing, and it looked like the guys were having some fun instead of dropping 11. The offense looked pretty decent as well, so they were all on. Yeah, if you drop 11, you're not going to get much of a pass rush. Now, I never put my fingers in the dirt. I don't know about the A-gap and the three technique and the chip block. And, uh, you know, sit, I think you know about the chip block. I don't know how to sit down in a zone. I don't know any of that stuff. Never played the game. Never, I've never even been on a field, let alone play the game. Now you're but I know to, if you drop 11, you're, you're not going to have much of a pass rush. You're starting to. You drop 12. You're going to have a penalty. You're starting to oversell it here a little bit. i got to stay in my lane. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. I thought you were all over the road. (laughs) I've never been on a field. I haven't. (laughs) Come on. I've never worn a jock. I'm not an athlete. You can walk across the field Never the game you've been on. No, no, that oh, that's beyond the end zones. <laughs> Sometimes. No, I walk around. I don't walk during the actual playing field. No. Now, the, the thing about it, though, if that's what it took and it was just blitz and do crazy things or different things, not crazy, but different things defensively. Be more aggressive instead of the, the drop mi- But it was a mindset from the second they took the field. And I haven't seen it. It's all been I, incredible. All I, t- all I can tell you is yes to all of that, but it's got to have something to do with determination set because they horrified themselves when we watched film of themselves losing those last Great. two games. Maybe that's what it was. Let's go to the phones. Lenny. You're on, Lenny. What's going on? How's it going, guys? Good, Lenny. 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 Go ahead. And the Jets. <laughs> no problem. Uh, so I'm actually calling on behalf of uh, one of my friends. I'm actually from Massachusetts, so is, the, uh, so is he. Um, and he's turning the big 6-0 uh, on Halloween, so happy birthday Ooh, to him. Same um, anyway, uh, he actually has a daughter that's going to uh, University of Utah next year, and uh, she's going to be trying out for the kicker position. Uh, her name is Ellie Schnitt. Um, she's been a soccer player her whole life. Um, okay. But every Thursday she's been out in the football field, 40, 45, even 50-yard field goals. Uh, the high school calls it the Thursday boot. Um, and uh, she has NFL dreams. She wants to be the first NFL kicker. Um, she does have a backup uh, career. Uh, she wants to commentate Yankee playoff games. Um, but I was just wondering, um, it's a, it'll be a big deal next year if she does try out. And I was wondering how you think the university and the fans uh, will receive it, if they're going to applaud her or if they're just going to be a bunch of bet bugs and scoff at it. I think if she kicks the ball through the uprights, they'll love her. If she doesn't, they'll hate her. <laughs> you have anything to All add? All right. Well, best of luck to her. I, I, know, my, my, I know Ellie and uh, her father are going to be thrilled. All right. Ellie, we wish you the best. Kyle will find someone else to do uh, kickoffs if that's not her thing. Missing the long field goals this year. They're it's really, different. They haven't taken that no. many. No, they aren't. No, they're going for it. It's, uh, it seems like that's four-down territory at the 35-yard line. Well, when you have a running back caliber of Zach Moss, why wouldn't you? And a quarterback the the caliber of Tyler Huntley, why wouldn't you? I would go for it, too. He's, I don't think Tyler Huntley is a, a Heisman candidate. I think that uh, – I know Yogi Roth was out there advocating that, and Yogi also told us that our man, Jack Tuttle, was a first-round They, they put a graphic up during stuff. the game, but he's got like – 
10 future to, Matt Ryan, come on. He's yeah. got a dozen to 15 fewer touchdown passes than the other guys. And, and who cares? And he's hidden on the Pac-12 network, and they're top five ranked, and right. it's not going to happen. Jalen Hurts, it's they ought to name it the Jalen Hurts Award. He started out like 11 for 11. I know. Uh, and the guy's incredible. I mean, I want to see, I would love to see Oklahoma and Alabama. In the title game, yeah, yeah, and have hurt and have Oklahoma win, and have hurts against his old team, and have him just. You go. won a tongue of Iloa. Now yeah. look at what you <laughs> lost. This yeah, guy's, Nick, this guy's incredible. Throwing touchdown passes, looking over, staring him down. I don't, he wouldn't do that. Yeah, he probably would. I was watching. The, okay, in the fourth quarter when he's up by three scores, I still don't think he would do that. Oh, okay, no, I, I, I don't, just I don't know the kid. But watching, they did a thing on Saturday on game day, and I watched it. With uh, my guy, uh, used to work at CNN, uh, Rinaldi. Uh, big, he and I had big long talk once when he was first starting out in the uh, year that uh, they sent me down to LA to do some stuff on the Lakers and do a big feature on uh, Brian Russell when the Jazz were in the finals. And Rinaldi and I just were sitting there killing time before practice, and he was trying to make the transition, and he's made it and made it very well. And he did a big, and that's just not who Hurts is. And then he said afterward. Rinaldi came on. He said, after we did the interview, he spent 20 minutes t- asking me, pleading with me to make sure that I didn't make the interview about him. Make it about the team and his teammates. And and I just barely touched the Alabama stuff. I wanted it about my time here at Oklahoma. And mm-hmm. I'm an Oklahoma Sooner, and it's not about me. And Rinaldi said he hadn't had that done in all the years he's been doing this. And Hertz spent 20 minutes talking with him, making him guarantee him that it wouldn't be about Hertz himself, that it so would be about probably, the team. He probably won't be uh, dancing the end zone. I would or be the, shocked. The pistols uh, out of the pocket at midfield, all stuff we've seen other quarterbacks do. Oh, Baker, Baker Mayfield grabbing his crotch <laughs> and doing all there's, the uh, the stuff that one. Baker Mayfield has done over the years. And run and grab a flag. Yeah, right. And, no, I don't, yeah, in Ohio State, blah, blah, blah. No, I don't think that that's who this man is. This young this young fellow is right, quite exemplary. But, get to the end zone and celebrate with your receivers. Yeah, but to me, if not, I don't care about the Heisman anyway, but if it it's a lock for Hertz, I think. I don't see how he doesn't. It's the third year in a row that an Oklahoma, co- the Oklahoma transfer quarterback, quarterback the transfer quarterback, no less. Yeah, we'll see how it plays out. Uh, but I mean, Huntley's very good. But Huntley's not being asked to do all those things that Oklahoma does, and some of these other guys. But he's very fine, and as long as he's there, you're going to win the South. I believe. I fully believe. And you have a shot at, at Oregon now. I already think that the Utah's success of its season is going to boil down to can they beat Oregon in Santa Clara? I hope I'm right because well, I want to go there. And I what want, about I beating Washington and Seattle? I think they're going to do that, uh, and I'm not as assured as I am. ASU, I wonder if Cal, that's why we're not here. UC Los Angeles, Arizona, Colorado. I wonder if we're not hearing from Ute fans because. To your point, a couple of things. To your point, they are focused on, do we win the Pac-12 South? Yeah, of course. And on top of that, they didn't like Huntley limping around, and they're worried he's either not going to be ready or going to be limited for the Washington Well, game. he's got two weeks to get ready. Now, I, I wouldn't necessarily be worried about that. I'd be worried about him getting hit and hurt again. Because you're razor thin there. But we've already known that. That, that, that doesn't change. That's always been there. And Cal has an excellent defense. These are things we've already known. So if you're worried about it, fine. But it shouldn't be a new worry. 
855-340-ZONE. Grab your phone. Use the app. Use the open mic. Send us your take. I think the best thing I can say for BYU is they played inspired football, and I haven't seen them play inspired football this year to that level. It was just absolutely incredible. I'm trying to think what's the second best defensive performance where they absolutely crushed a team. I would say their second best defensive performance was was against Utah. What? I'm talking about the Utes' second best defensive performance. Oh, I'm talking about BYU. Oh. Talking about the Cougars playing inspired football. Well, their second best performance, I mean, the SC game was great. Yeah, I thought you were just speaking defensively, though. When you were talking about the greatest ones you saw. Well, defensively, I mean, forcing those turnovers against USC was huge. It was a different kind of game. There was more about making big plays. They were playing a freshman quarterback in his first road game. Yep. They held Utah's offense in check. Sometimes Utah, like at the end of the game when they're running for nine minutes, I mean, they don't get any points, they don't, but they're doing what they want to do. I guess they stopped them on downs, and ASU had to stop them with turnovers. Had to, got to. I mean, well, the Devils have a good defense too, sure. Yeah. yeah, that's fine. But BYU's effort was inspired. I don't know what the freak it was. I don't know what it was about. I don't know where it came from. I don't know why it didn't manifest itself until now. But I never played the game. If you played the game and you have better insight, please offer it up. What got into these guys to play to that level of inspired football was extremely impressive. And especially Boise, oh, they got a backup quarterback. Yeah, all he did was just go right down the field in the first possession. Boom, boom, boom. They're in the end zone. It's like it barely broke a sweat. Yeah. You thought the game is, this is going to be what I think it's going to be. To a degree, yes. Wasn't quite sure, but yeah, I can see where you're going. And then they, the, uh, the Cougars B- responded BYU right answered. back. BYU answered, okay, that's good. They, yeah. took, they took a punch, they landed a punch. Exactly. But I still had my doubts at that point because we hadn't seen BYU stop the run. And Boise State had two running backs averaging five yards a carry. You Not figure, one, but two. They figure, well, okay, they're, they're going to get their 220 It's only yards a matter of time. Right. And then it didn't happen. And then they locked them down. They locked them down. For two and a half quarters. Yeah, they put their fingers in the dirt. I love football talk. Oh, he couldn't be better against air. I love that talk. When a quarterback comes out and loses, you can't even do that against air. I love football talk. DJ PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. And now, attention, top of the wire on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. San Francisco 49ers improved to 6-0. The last undefeated team in the NFC in a waterlogged FedEx field gets past Washington 9-0. The last AFC undefeated team, the New England Patriots, plays the Jets tonight, Monday Night Football, 6-15 on ESPN. You can listen to the game on the Zone Sports Network. Houston Astros, Washington Nationals getting ready for the World Series. It starts tomorrow night. Houston. The biggest favorite going into the Fall Classic since 2007, according to Oddsmakers. Jazz will open the season Wednesday night at home against Oklahoma City. RSL advances in the Western Conference playoffs. They play in Seattle Wednesday night. 
Top of the Wire is brought to you by Diamond Airport Parking. Don't take the bus tour at the airport parking lot. Diamond Airport Parking offers covered self-parking, covered valet parking, open valet parking, and free 24-7 car-to-curb shuttle service. Diamond Airport Parking since 1922, just off I-80 and Redwood Road. Park right and save at Diamond Airport Parking. Big Show. Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Are you ready? You guys ready? doing feel-good songs today, and I'm with Austin. This might be the ultimate feel-good song. How can you not feel good listening to this song? Yeah, I, 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 I Not much enthusiasm. It's okay. It's not my favorite. Jeez. No, Jeez. no, no, no. We're over here feeling good, jamming out. Gordon's like, oh, you know. It's all right. How can you not feel good listening to Walking on Sunshine? Oh, it's all right. It's fine. Yeah. From here on out, anytime Gordon's excited about a bumper song, I'm just going to absolutely poo-poo it. Okay, Tyler Huntley. Turn this up. Catch the Big Show, presented by Mountain America Credit Union. Afternoons from 3 to 7 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Nice tackle, but an unfortunate turnover for the Sun Devils. And the first turnover of the night by Arizona State. There it is, a record-setting run. Zach Moss runs his way into Utah football history. 9 a.m. Slacker Radio Headlines brought to you by Larry H. Miller Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram in Sandy. Find your deals online at lhmdeals.com. The Utes are 6-1 for the second time in the Pac-12 era. Two words, two words. <laughs> I didn't hear Bull being screamed. Nope. It's a different era. It's a different words, The only thing that can matter that you would say two words, two words this year is Rose Bowl. Bowl. That's it. And that's a great position to be in. And who knows when you're going to be in this one again. But you're in it now. You're legitimate. You got stud after stud on that defense. So you're in it now. Foto, gentle giant. I mean, I can go on and on. They, I mean, they just have so many good players defensively. And, and hats off to them. That is just a Kyle Whittingham staple for many, many years. And I think this is the, the best staple that he's had. And I think it can – I don't know if they're going to beat Oregon. And we'll have to see. There's so much between now and then. And they still have to hope that SC loses. But SC, man, they just destroyed Arizona. That was a beating. Was it 34 nothing before Arizona scored? So where I got home and my wife was watching the games. So she's watching BYU flicking back between them and a, uh, SC, and I flick over when I get home. I said, "Oh, sweet!" And I see the score. And she said, "You want SC to win?" I said, "Yeah." Well, what about them needing to lose another ball game? Yeah, tough. Not at the expense of Arizona. <laughs> Arizona must suffer. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And I know they've got Oregon out there in the future. Right. So, this is ASU, right? Mm-hmm. In Tempe. So you're saying there's a chance? Oh, I think it'll happen. Utah just makes needs to make sure they don't lose to compound it. Because that gets dicey. Yeah, I don't think SC's going eight and one in league. Seven and two. But if you go seven and two, ten and two, and you don't win the division, it's on you. Still a really good season, but. You didn't meet your your legitimate goal. Everybody has these same goals, but at least half, if not two thirds and three quarters, whichever one's more, is two thirds or three quarters more. I don't know. Three quarters is seventy five percent. So more. that's more. It's more than two thirds, okay. which is so sixty seven. Yeah, three 
quarters of the team how don't have a legitimate shot at the goal. Utah, but, USC, Oregon, and Washington coming in with the four teams we thought had a legit shot. Although Stanford and Washington State are saying, what about us? And now they got three conference losses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Which so, so does Washington. Oregon's pretty much oh, I think it did Oregon, punched their yeah. ticket, booked the flight. Their defense is awesome. Their defense is really good. And Herbert obviously is good enough. So yeah, they had to win a 35-31 game, and they did. Yeah, they got it going on. That, that's a great win. You can go up there and win, and uh, Utah's going to have to do the same. So uh, I, I'm, I'm almost assured SC's going to lose one more game. See what happens as far as two more. Remains to be seen. Things happen. Hence the rocky uphill path I was talking about. I mean, you're convinced they're going to lose a game. No, but I, don't, getting, I don't think it's a rocky uphill path. We're getting plenty of tweets from people who are worried they're going to go 11-1, and SC's not going to lose another game. We've had people tweeting that. Well, if they beat morning. Oregon, then hats off to them, man. Then they were the better team. That's not a rocky uphill climb. SC beat that you. slams the door. Well, if, if SC goes 8-1 and one, and you went 8-1, and one, tip your hat to them. Way to go, guys. That's happened exactly zero times. The Pac-12 South, where there yeah. are a pair of 8-1 and one teams. Yeah. Said nobody ever. Right. And if it happens this year... Well, and you lost a seven-point, one-score game down in the Coliseum? I can live with that. With 16 penalties? I can't live with that. Uh, Injury to Moss? That's football. Things happen, man. Yeah, and when they're running out a third-team quarterback, I'm not even You can't complain about that, I know. Injury to Moss. They did it. Put their third-string quarterback in in that game and won it. But Ice cold. I'm not going to get it. Go get them. Not going to get upset about all that stuff. I'm not, certainly not going to worry about that. That's why for Utah, it, this is all about beating these teams you're supposed to beat and going forward. I didn't see a big celebration over ASU. Not well. We certainly haven't had it. I mean, this it wasn't morning. Kyle screaming two words, two words, bowl nope. eligible? It's been very muted from everyone this morning. It should be. Not from BYU. I would think BYU is the most. Different story. Yeah. BYU should be BYU jumping is the up fan base I thought would be most excited, but I thought everybody would be happy. It should be an SC. Two words. Two words. Bowl eligible. Yeah! <laughs> By the way, every time that happens, we raise our arms, throw our heads back, and yell. It's a, it's a true story. I can't even screen. recall what crappy bowl they played in that year. Is that and the Red Of course, you'll go ahead bowl? and try to figure it out. I, I don't know. Yeah. I know, but you'll go try to figure it out. I can't. The computers are broken this morning. Oh, thank I goodness. guess I could figure it out on my phone if I want to, but please it's don't. too hard. Uh-huh. I'll wait for tomorrow, if I can I, remember. I mean, for BYU, it's all about SC. How about for Utah State fans this morning? Should they be pumped? Not only did they win convincingly. No, they were a 20-some point favorite. But BYU beat Boise State, and they already think they can beat BYU. Did they wake up Sunday morning thinking, we can beat BYU and Boise State. We can run the table. We're 10-2 and two going to the Mountain West title game. Uh, it's going to happen. The, well, you got to go beat Boise State. Yeah. I think they think they got to go beat Air Force. I get can, that. But. So talk to me when they do these things. But I think Provo, the Provo area, should have a big, what I call SC, sober celebration. That's what you call it? Mm-hmm. An SC. Sober celebration. Made that up right on the spot. I did. An SC. Well done, Yak. A sober celebration. Yes. That's what I think they should be doing. Break out the apple beer. A sober celebration. Absolutely. Yak, you grew up in Utah County. I think, of you high guys, is that going to catch I, on? No. That's not I would have thought on. Saturday night, late Saturday night, early Sunday morning, it should have been all about getting to first base. 
Now the Sun Devil's really having fun. <laughs> Come on, BYU nerds, you're out there. I how hate many, PK. How many of you got to first base Saturday night? Come on. Tell me. Yuck, breaking out new come, drops. Come clean. And cracking on... himself up. Look how hard he's laughing. It's all right. I'm fine with it. Yuck. Come really clean on the app. Up. After that celebration, how many of you got to first base? I don't want to answer that question. That's a clown question, bro. <laughs> Terry Reed playing off the old Bryce Harper thing. I got it was Bryce Harper, but I didn't know it was Harry Reed. Yeah. Are you a Mormon Democrat, no less? What the hell is this world coming to? Nevada. I can't explain it. <laughs> oh, that does it. Yeah. Well, you know, everything's <laughs> that's a, that's everything's upside you, down in that That's state. a sign when you leave St. George. I can't explain Nevada. it. I can't explain it. Uh, that's that's a crazy. Well, when you leave St. George, I should go into Arizona. Yeah, the Arizona Strip. Come on. <laughs> Eight miles later. <laughs> so, how many BYU fans, if you didn't get to first base Saturday night, something's wrong with you. Now, half of you are married, so you probably hit a grand slam. And then half of them are out there going, nope, didn't even get to first base. Just <laughs> stayed up and watched college football final. It was all over at that point anyway. <laughs> There's nothing else on. That was a phenomenal win. It was a great win. I can argue it's the best win Kalani's had. Better than Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Better than USC. Mm-hmm. What else would be Kalani's signature wins? Those are the two that come to mind right away. I already dismissed Arizona a couple of times. Arizona, you put USC up there. You, I said USC. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I you meant to say Tennessee. No. Yeah, but I, I think under the circumstances with a third-team quarterback and undefeated Boise, how you've lost to Boise so many times, and it, and it just cracks me up. I, I, I called this weeks ago. When BYU loses a game, they're the only football team in the country who gets assigned two more losses. We look at their schedule. Up, oh, they're going to lose these games. They, they lose one game, and they're 0-3. They lost one game. We did it. We get Utah. Up, oh, they're 0-4. We, we signed them three more losses. You still have them 8-4? I had them 7-5. I don't know that either one of us are going to be right. They need to make them. Doesn't matter what I think. <laughs> they does. need, they on need the show. to so find a way to capture that bottle up that inspired performance, bring it up to Logan, and do what they did. There's no excuses now, guys. And Kalani calls the signals, and A-Rod joins uh, the Grime Dog in terms of calling plays. Whatever it takes, I don't care. Y'all can stand on your head. Whatever it needs to be done, you did it against Boise. Now go do it against the... Aggies, and then go dumb. Assume you're going to do it the next three, and then go do it against the Aztecs at the end of the season. In my mind, there's no reason why they don't do it. You showed me you can do it. Now I'm holding you to that standard. I'm assigning you that standard now because you proved you can do it. Now go do it again. Anybody can do whatever once. But as we spoke with Gary Anderson, it's all about consistency. That's the hallmark of an excellent program. It's okay, what Kyle well, I'm just gonna, been able to do. I'm going to say BYU fan from picking up the phone right now. What? We already know the team's inconsistent. We've got four but or it doesn't have five to be. examples of it. It doesn't have to be. So it changes now. They discover the consistency that has eluded them. Why not? Them. Yeah, that's the standard I'm going to hold them to. Because there are people out there who have picked every BYU game this year and only gotten the Utah and Washington games right. Fine. I don't care about them. And I, mean, I would I, think everybody's missed at least three games. I'm talking about the guys 
in the locker room football facility. Yes, the coach's office and then downstairs. Yeah, there's no more excuses. Forget it. I don't want to hear about, oh, it's independent. We got injuries and this. All that. No, we got a lot of that this morning. We got a lot of go back to the Mountain West. You just beat the team that's favored to win it. You'd be great in the Mountain West. We're getting a lot of that. What are we talking about there? I'm supposed to deny that, that that was a big win because it was against the Mountain West team? What's the point? What are you saying? That, they, that doesn't end the independence conversation that you just didn't want to hear anything about. Well, if they anything, used that as a, as a crutch as to why they couldn't win. Right. But they did win. I don't want to hear it anymore. Forget it. I don't want to hear about your tough schedule. I don't give a crap about that. I don't want to hear about, oh, it's independent. We got injuries. Nobody wants to come here. What are we playing for? Screw all of that. (laughs) Every last one he is. I don't want to hear it anymore. Knock it to freak off. Go play football and win the games. That's what you just done Saturday night. I seen it. Now go repeat it. That's the motto. We seen it, now repeat it. Seen it, 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 repeat it. There ought to be something there. Like you could now go coach like the 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 cheerleaders or the yell leaders or whatever. That could be just different sections of the stadium. You know the the north end, the south end. Seen it, repeat it. Seen it. I can picture you out there. You know on the Y logo. Now, hey, if they need me to do some consulting work for them, I'll do it. See it, repeat it, see it, repeat it. <laughs> now, do it north south. Don't do it east west, because we know the people on the west side. They were grandfathered in when the stadium was built. They're yeah, the ones yelling at dead. people not to get up. Uh, Don't stand up. And then over on dead. the east side, they're back in there with the you know the fruit and the chocolate fountains, and you know they're late. They well, yeah, out but they, yeah, yeah, in the middle of the third quarter, they finally show up. The great and right, but in the middle building. of the third quarter, I'm not going to put you out on the field to get run. They're never all been high on, on chocolate. Never been. That. I've never <laughs> seen are. that chocolate fountain. But I wish somebody would let me get in there. One time, can I get in there, please? You and me both. So we've, I can see that. We've heard about it. Right, the chocolate fountain. I want I want to see it, and I want to repeat it. If it's just a little bowl <laughs> and just a little, you know, no. two feet of chocolate. I mean, I want like a 12-foot Willy Wonka <laughs> chocolate waterfall. That's what it better be back there, because I've heard it talked up. Right. That's like finally meeting the uh, Wizard of Oz behind the curtain. Exactly. <laughs> if I ever got in there. Wizard of Oz and Willy Wonka behind the curtain with a 30-foot Tell me, waterfall. Any of our listeners, have you been behind that Iron Curtain? Have you the seen curtain. the chocolate fountain? Is it real? Does it exist? I've heard about it, man. Since they put that thing up there, I see there and I admire that tent thinking, someday, man, someday, maybe in retirement, if my 401k does well, as long as we keep Trump in there, and if we can do that, maybe. <laughs> Don't derail me. Nice drop in. <laughs> someday in the distant future when I'm retired. That's enough. <laughs> It's no, you can never have enough chocolate fountain, Bronco. I'm sorry. <laughs> I want that chocolate fountain. Now, to me, that would be better than the Heisman. 
The chocolate fountain. I, I just think it's like, it's like the tree of life, man. It's eternal. That's why Ty Detmer's a winner. My guess is it's all he's about been to the chocolate fountain. Andy has it's eternal life. life. The chocolate factor. I imagine when I get to heaven and I come visit you, DJ, when they let me come up, that I'll able. To, I don't know that I could partake of it, but I just I'm not asking to partake of it. I just want to see the chocolate fountain. Don't don't fall in the chocolate river because then Willie has to have the whole. There's thing two things I won't do. I won't fall. In the chocolate factory a fountain, nor will I fall in love with a dreamer. Those are two things I will not do. All right. Well, there's a list. Great. <laughs> if you'd like to add to the list, keep it to yourself. ready, break. <laughs> show's been derailed enough as it is. We don't need Coach your help. Coach and I. I love that man. <laughs> Nick Howell got to break the rock or whatever it is there for Virginia. I saw that on Twitter. Coach Nick Howell, one of our own. Breaking the rock. Yeah. Coach Howell. He broke it. They went nuts. Who'd they beat Duke? Like 87 to 4? Something's out of They sense. worked him. Yeah. Yak, you've been breaking out. New drops left and right today. I've had all these for a while. I just... nice. They're new to us. All right, Action Plumbing, Heating, and Air. Looking for skilled HVAC technicians, plumbers, and electricians to join the Action Superhero team. Paid training, health, dental benefits, and a 401k match. Call today and join the Action Plumbing Superhero team at 801-833-3333. That's Action Plumbing. And it's all over almost here. Don't go nowhere. Let's go Aggies. We can beat Air Force and it'll make for a really fun and epic game against BYU. I can't wait. Let's go Aggies. 10 and 2. DJ and PK, BYU football is back. We beat one of the best teams in the country when BYU was counted out. Aggie fans are petrified today because we're going to beat them. Had Romney started at QB at the beginning of the year, we would have beat Utah. Kenningham, how are we feeling this morning? Kenningham, freaking Kenningham. Forks down, baby. Woo! Thank you, Gary Anderson, for coming back to Utah State to maintain what you'd built and what Coach Wells kept afloat and to see your handprint on it again. Go Aggies, beat AFA. PK, the thing you have to understand about BYU's excitement is they've been there before. They've got the national championship. They don't need to get all excited about a regular season win. I know that's all really kind of Utah's had, but, you know. Feedback of the day brought to you by Audi Salt Lake City, where you can pick up a new Audi Q5 SUV for only $3.59 per month. Visit Audi Salt Lake City at 999 South State or AudiSaltLakeCity.com. Now, that was quite a uh, wide range of takes right there. Yak, have you been sitting on those for like an hour, an hour and a half? Those ones all have come in. They all came in in like the last 10 minutes. Not the last 10 minutes, but after your 9 o'clock, that first segment at 9 o'clock, they all kind of rolled in. Colin tweets at us, as a BYU fan, I'm happy, but I kind of feel like someone who's been dumped a lot and then pulled back in. Are we on or off? Are we good or not? Well, that's why I asked Gary about consistency, because I wanted to get it right out from a coach. And obviously, he's been coaching for a long time. It's about consistency, man. And let's see some from the Cougars the rest of the way. Phil tweets at us, I've been saying this for weeks. Kalani is the guy. He's still learning how to be a head coach, but he has the respect of his players and will have another winning season this year. He may lose locker rooms, but he doesn't... Excuse me. He'll have another winning season this year. He may lose games, but he does not lose locker rooms. Well, that's a balance that the coach has to carry and walk, you know? Have them love you, respect you, maybe fear you a little bit, too. And they got to play for you. 
that's the thing. Don't lose the guy's desire to play passionately. Don't what they need to have. Every coach and every staff needs to have this because I, I've never been on any of these teams, but I've spoken to enough of them. I think the fact that I got 30 years experience makes up for the fact that I've never put on a jock and never will. They cannot lose faith in what the message is. And I've seen that to the nth degree. And then I've seen Urban Meyer over here where they believed everything. You're going to run through that brick wall even though there's reinforced concrete behind it. All right. Yeah. And then they did. Right. And I've seen the other side where even though guys knew whatever particular sport that they were coaching, nobody believed in you. And they turned around and said, forget it. It's not going to work. You could have said two and two equals four, and they would say, no, it doesn't. Hey, PK, Aaron tweets at us. Ha, 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 exclamation point. Just kidding, exclamation point. It seems pretty silly to talk smack to or about a team that usually beats you. Hint, hint, Cougar fans. Oh, so, so there's a Ute. He was gonna he was gonna go after you because Utah beat Arizona State and you're a devil. But yeah, then he yeah. pulled back, realizing, well, the Utes are three and six against ASU, so I really shouldn't talk that much trash. And then he turned it around on BYU fans. Oh, because they shouldn't talk trash because Boise's owned them, and because and Utah certainly owned them too. Yes. Yeah, I think he's talking about Boise, but either, no, I, either I, way, he wants BYU fans to. Well, I think if I'm Utah, I don't talk trash now because the pitcher is much bigger than beating the Devils. But that was still a good win along the way. And he, every one of them are. And you got to enjoy them because there aren't that many of them. Uh, and I get there's a lot of work to be done. And I get things have to break in your favor. I'm on board with all of that. Only thing that needs to happen you need, you need, is you, Oregon beats SC. That's it. If you're good enough, you'll win the, the, the division. And then... You'll see. It'll be interesting, too, because you need Oregon to beat SC, but you don't want Oregon to really just beat them too bad because then you're going to have to play Oregon in the conference final. So you want Oregon to win, but you don't want them to slaughter them because you don't want to think, wow, man, Oregon's really got it going on here. This is Maybe that would mean Oregon would get fat and happy thinking, we are all that. We are really... Nah, because at that point, if they run the table and the Utes, I think Oregon, I think if I'm Oregon and Utah, I want each team to run the table because I want two 11-1 teams in that final. That's best for the conference. I want it. That is best for the conference. As a conference member, I want to see Utah-Oregon. 11-1 versus 11-1. If the conference is going to get a team into the playoff and quiet all this Pac-12 talk, sucks talk, You'll have two they top need, 10 teams? They need 11-1 versus 11-1 playing for 12-1. You'll have two top 10 teams for sure, and you can't tell me at that point that's not better than anything the ACC can roll out. And Clemson still might get it anyway. Well, they should. Yeah, I, I got that, but I'm still saying that's that's best-case scenario. And then the, you get to that point, and the better team wins. Tyler says, I just feel uneasy about the fact Utah could be 11-1 and sitting at home during the Pac-12 championship game. I don't think they will. I really don't think they will, man. I would be more concerned about beating Washington and Seattle than I am about SC losing I, to Oregon. That I agree about. I think that's the tougher call. Yes. Yes. And that's in two weeks, and I'm yeah. going up there for if, that game. We'll be there. The zone will have it covered inside and outside. It's awesome. If, 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 if Oregon beats SC and Utah loses to Washington— Will somebody else? Well, then you'll, need, you'll need to be huge Devil fans. Will somebody else 
Make it happen. Well, the Devils. And it's the Pac-12. Right. And then the Devils are the first one you'd look at. At In Tempe. A UCLA miracle at the end of the year again. No. UCLA should have never beaten them last year. Yeah, they sucked last year. Yeah. UCLA really sucked. Uh, and I the, get The team SC that was sucked more beat the team that sucked less. I get yeah. that. But that's what it ended up being. Yeah. Three and nine beat five and seven. Yeah. whoop de doo Yeah. All right, DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Tony and Austin are coming up next. We will see you tomorrow.